In this special edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast, we are sitting down with Ms. Dot Guthrie from the African American Museum of History and Culture. They will be hosting a special exhibit on the Tuskegee Airmen, and Ms. Guthrie tells us about one airman in particular and his ties to Gaston County. Stick around to learn more. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I am Dandrea Bradley and with me today I have Miss Dot Guthrie, who we absolutely love. Uh, Miss Guthrie, she is the co-founder and curator over at the African American Museum of History and Culture and I'm just excited because they are hosting a brand new exhibit that's coming. It's a traveling exhibit, and she's going to talk to us about it today. So, Ms. Guthrie, welcome to Savvy Citizen. Thank you, Ms. Bratley, and thank you for inviting me. So talk to us about this new uh, exhibit that's coming. It's called Rise Above. Yes, we are very excited about this traveling exhibit, Rise Above. It will arrive next Tuesday, April 18th, and it will remain on the campus of Tabernacle Baptist Church until April 23rd, which is a Sunday. Okay. Now, now tell us why this particular exhibit, because it's, who is it about? Oh, my Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about that. It is about the Tuskegee Airmen. And, of course, we all know that history recorded that the Tuskegee Airmen were the first group of African-American military pilots to fight in World War II. Mm -hmm. However, this one is especially exciting because... Here in the history of Gastonia, we had a Tuskegee Airman. Awesome. Okay, yes. I Tell us more because I did not know that. Okay. Well, Marshall Schooler Cabinets, a graduate of Holland High School, was one of the original Tuskegee Airmen. He attended Morehouse College. Marshall was an awesome debater, and of course, Morehouse won the International Debate uh, Team's uh, Award with those uh, fellow classmates, and uh, Marshall uh, was in drama here in the Holland uh, High School. He was born November 11th. Ah, that's a significant day for mm-hmm. all. Yes. And he actually married the granddaughter of Booker T. Washington, the founder of Tuskegee Institute. Wow. So how did we not know this? Like, this is, this is brand new news to me, and I'm sure many of our listeners. So now, was he in the original class that... Started in 19, what, 41? 41, yes. Mm-hmm. He was one of the original uh, Tuskegee Airmen. And um, what we have done, we have created like a little booklet, okay. a timeline, so that our children, when they are introduced to this historic figure from Gastonia, North Carolina, mm-hmm. will be able to learn more about Marshall, the timeline, and as well 
the many opportunities that he had in addition to being a Tuskegee Airman. Okay. Now, what else can folks expect when they come and see this exhibit? So they're going to learn about him, and what else are they going to learn? Well, we want the children to be able to relate, so... I'll tell you a little bit of everything. Okay. We, we're actually going to have a, a section for parents, parent village, mm -hmm. and then we'll have a, a section for children. We're going to talk about STEM because we know airplanes, STEM, et cetera, and the children will have an opportunity actually to make uh, balloon sculpture airplanes. Okay. So, um, of course, I had to practice myself before I felt like it looked like a uh, a plane. <laughs> so uh, in addition to that, we're going to talk about uh, the science and how children will be able to make the paper airplanes. And um, on the paper airplanes, the heavier they are, uh, the the most likely they will not to travel as far. Mm -hmm. So what we are doing I created like the red tails on some paper where they can make the airplanes and we use plain planes without paper and then we use planes with Marshall Cabinet's picture on it and the logo of the Tuskegee Airmen and we're going to have a plane, a paper airplane race oh, and then we're awesome. going to measure. That's the math that we're integrating into <laughs> okay. the program. Um, uh, Marshall Cabinet's Day, which is going to take place on Saturday, April 22nd. Okay. At that time, we are going to ask all of our greater Gaston community to come out to enjoy all of the activities as well as to gain some valuable information. Uh, we are working with various agencies. Gaston County Agency of Government is working with us, the City of Gastonia, Gaston Tourism, the Links Incorporated, of course, Tabernacle Baptist Church, Gregory's Funeral Service, et cetera, et cetera. But we're bringing in dignitaries, too. For instance, uh, the Honorable Pearl Burst Floyd will be present. She's working to see how many of the cabinet's family she will be able to bring in or we will be able to bring in to talk about this legend here in okay. Gaston. And um, Councilwoman Danielle Barber is going to uh, sponsor the City of Gastonia proclamation, while the county is going to sponsor a proclamation as well. Okay. Uh, we're excited, as you can tell. Absolutely. I mean, it's something to be excited about because... You know, growing up, you hear stories about the Tuskegee Airmen, but you don't learn about the individual airmen themselves. And to know that there was one from Gastonia is, is awesome. Like, that's something to be excited about. That just, it's a testament to our history and how influential not only Gastonia has been in American history, but Gaston County as well. So it's just, it, it's very exciting, me being the history nerd that I am. Well, I am excited because it was Dr. Carter G. Woodson, the founder of Negro History Week, which later became Negro History Month or Black History Month, mm -hmm. who said if a race has no history, if it has no worthwhile tradition, it stands in danger of being exterminated. Right. So we do know that by bringing in this wonderful national exhibit and knowing that 
right here from Gastonia, we had a Tuskegee Airman. A national hero. A national hero. Mm -hmm. That is worth knowing. And we cannot allow such history to become exterminated. Exactly. Definitely worth celebrating. Definitely worth celebrating. So I want to go back because you mentioned the paper airplanes with the red tails. Now tell our audience why the red tails are so significant. Well, I'm telling you, first of all, they knew what they were doing. And under the direction and leadership of Benjamin Oliver Davis, Jr., they knew the importance of working and sticking together. So they actually called themselves uh, the Red Tails. Mm -hmm. And through that effort, they looked out for each other. And they were determined to show the greater country that African-American pilots could fly and they could do things other than just sweeping the barracks or, or doing things like that. Absolutely, absolutely. So they stuck together and they were known as the Red Tails and that's why it is so important and critical for us today to make certain that the children understand the Red Tails meant that they were sticking together mm -hmm. in their greater efforts. And that leader, Dr. Benjamin Oliver Davis Jr., did not accept the belief that I can't. And it was because he knew that the team that he had believed that they could. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I was reading that also with the red tails, it was so that they could identify each other. Each other. While so, they were in the air. While they were in the air and, you know, they were fighting, you know, enemy pilots and all that. So they painted their tails red so that they could recognize each other. That is correct. And then so that others and, you know, I guess U.S. squadrons could recognize them. Right. And not confuse them with the enemy, which right. is very smart. History. History. Yes. And they knew that they had to create their own strategies and work together as a team to be successful, exactly. and they were determined to be successful. Uh, when they thought that another plane was in danger, they would assist that pilot, mm -hmm. or when they felt like they needed to react quickly to maybe the enemy preparing to drop a bomb, they did what they were experienced in in order to save their colleagues in the air. Wow, that's amazing. Now, with um, Marshall Cabinets, now, did he ever come back to Gastonia after, you know, did he retire? What, what happened to him after World War II? Actually, uh, Marshall Cabinets, uh plane caught fire. Oh, wow. And uh, he had to actually uh, jump. Mm -hmm. from the plane, and he was somewhat injured, and he couldn't fly uh, after that. But, yes, he did return to Gastonia. As a matter of fact, he worked with the Boy Scout because he had been uh, very active in the Scout as a young boy. Mm -hmm. So he came back, he returned to Gastonia, he worked with the Scouts, and he even worked in the Gaston County Schools. Wow. Yes, yes. I had the privilege of meeting Mr. Cabinets 
But I didn't know. I didn't know the historical uh, role that he had played when I moved to Gastonia. I saw him only as a leader of one of the scout troops. Mm -hmm. And our children will never know such history if we don't tell them. And it was, as I viewed many of the Tuskegee Airmen videos and film clips, each and every one of those pilots stated how important it is to keep the legacy alive, mm -hmm. how important it is to share the history. Because if you don't know the history, you can't share the history. Right. So that is the significance of the African American Museum. What we have done, we are carving out the history that's been in our county for so long, but it has not been at the forefront because we just didn't know. Absolutely. And this is a perfect example. You know, you met Mr. Cavanis and had no idea. Yeah. And then this is something new that I'm just learning. And I'm sure so many of our listeners are, are just learning this as well. So um, is there anything else that we can expect from this exhibit? Um, I read something about it being interactive. Is that the part with the planes? Oh, yeah. or, or are there some things that you want to wait and surprise the attendees? Well, the red tail can't come uh, because the airport runway was not long enough. Okay. So what the uh, visitors or attendees will experience, they will enter the little... Uh, auditorium or mobilatorium, whatever they want to call it, and it will seat from 30 to 40 people. Okay. And each person should experience while viewing the videos how it felt to be in the plane. Okay, so it's a simulation. <laughs> yes, simulation. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Very cool. I love those simulations. <laughs> so I can hardly wait myself knowing that we do have the opportunity to experience what Marshall Cabinet so boldly spoke out, believed in, and participated in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, was he also, so I read that back in 2007, um, then President George W. Bush uh, presented the Congressional Gold Medal of Honor to the Tuskegee Airmen. Was Mr. Cabinet still, still with us then, or is he still with us now? He is no longer with us. Okay. No. Uh, he d Actually, uh, we do have, uh, and you can find this at uh, Find a Grave, uh, he, he did die so um uh, I can't remember the year, okay. but he's no longer with us now. Okay. I do know that he was born on November 11th. Gotcha. Yes. yes. Veterans Day. The yes, irony. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The irony. Well, that is wonderful. And um, and you mentioned, you know, Miss Pearl Burris Floyd, who, of course, is our uh, DE&I officer here at Gaston County Government, and uh, hopefully she'll be able to track down some of his family members and they can attend because this this would be such a wonderful event for them to come and, and meet members of his community, you know? So now are they in the area or do they live elsewhere? 
based on what Pearl has shared with me thus far, and she has really done her research, uh, there are relatives in Shelby. Okay. There are relatives in Winston-Salem. And Marshall Cabanis, uh nephew uh, is, I think, still lives in Atlanta. Okay. So uh, we are looking forward to having the Cabanis uh, family or the extended family attend because we want to give them the opportunity to share what they remember about this historic figure. Absolutely. Yes. I would love to hear some of their stories. Yes. You know, surely he shared some. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure they had stories to tell. And uh, as we have been planning and talking with citizens here in our city, uh, Marshall Cabanis was a member of St. Paul Baptist Church, which is just o- across the tracks, not right. far from here. Okay. So uh, he was very active in the church as well. He sang in the choir uh, we're just so proud of what we have been able to uncover about this historical figure. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. And I just want to make sure everyone knows. So the name of this exhibit is Rise Above. It is a traveling exhibit hosted by the African-American Museum of History and Culture. It's going to be at Tabernacle Baptist Church here in Gastonia from April the 18th through the 23rd, and it is a free exhibit. That is right. On the 18th, the mobile will arrive, so we won't have any uh, classes or we won't open to our public until uh, the 19th. Okay. But I want to say to all of the VIPs, all of the sponsors, which means all of Gaston County government, all of the city of Gastonia, and any other sponsor, we are going to have a VIP hour from 6 to 7 on thir- that Thursday, which is the 20th. Okay. Yes. Sounds good. So all of the uh, leadership will have the opportunity to take that historic ride <laughs> or to experience the simulation. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Sounds fun. Now, is there anything else you want to share with, with our listeners about Marshall Cabanis or the Tuskegee Airmen? Well, we are c- proclaiming Marshall Cabinet's Day on the 22nd of April, just as I stated. And to be able to experience the celebration the way we want to. We're having a parade. Uh, a parade will begin at Hunter Huss High School at 9 o'clock that Saturday morning, and it will end on the front of the Tabernacle Baptist Church Worship Center. Uh, as a part of the parade, we're asking uh, all of the HBCUs to participate, and we will have uh, colleges there to talk about financial aid for uh, young people who are interested in a attending an HBCU. We will also have the African-American queens from the various high schools participating. We will have the NAACP participating. Hopefully one of the relatives um, of Marshall Cabinets will be the uh, Grand Marshal. Okay. And uh, at the end of the parade, we will have an opening session we will have uh, the color guard from South Point High School to lead us into our opening session. At that time, we have uh, North Carolina legislators uh, present, and we will have leadership from uh, the various areas of Gaston County to participate, and that's where the proclamations will be read. 
And we will also be able to give uh, the families the opportunity to experience the different cuisines from the food trucks, some of which were here, and I tasted when you had your festival. So we're just excited to be able to offer such an opportunity to Gaston County. And we have been getting calls. We have been getting emails asking, what do I need to do in order to reserve a space? Well, what we have done we have some schools scheduled and we have set aside a designated time if walk-ins would like to come say like for instance at 8 30 we schedule school mm -hmm. but at 9 45 we schedule walk-ins so that we will have adults there you know if they'd like to just experience without interrupting the classes that will be coming okay we gotcha. try to give everyone the opportunity to enjoy the experience Absolutely, absolutely. And we will open uh, from uh, open the uh, exhibit each morning at eight thirty and close at uh, five, uh, except that Thursday, eight thirty to four, and then from six to seven, the VIP hour. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, Miss Doc Guthrie, thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure, and we are very excited about this new exhibit that's coming. Almost as excited as y'all are. Oh, we're, we're, we are excited. Yes, we it. are. And you know, what makes me even more excited about this event is that it is a county effort. Right. We are working together because we all have the same goal, which is to empower Gaston County. Absolutely. And... It, we're doing this in the community, for the community, empower the community. And I, I just love it. I can hardly wait. You know, at South Carolina State College, I was a little farm girl growing up in Clover. I didn't know my history. Mm -hmm. But I promised myself once I was introduced to great Negroes past and present and learned about Benjamin Oliver Davis, Jr., and the Tuskegee Airmen, I would do all that I could to learn more and more about the history. That's paying it forward. Absolutely. Sounds great. I, I couldn't have said it better. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we look forward to having you again on the next episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. The Savvy Citizen Podcast is a production of the Gaston County Communications Office. It is hosted by Janet Schaefer and Adam Gobb, and its senior field correspondent is Elizabeth McGee. Editor and producer is Joshua Braswell. <laughs>